old school Paul, new school Justin. Man, y'all still going to school though. <laughs> Sit down, listen up. Father, son, y'all think it's just another one. Fade the beta, they be grading players, all it's done is. Made the piper pay me, and they've been grinding lately. Up late, hit the waivers, don't hate the player, hate me. It's just a game boy, never gifted one on Christmas. Instead, I asked for ships to hit everything off my wish list. Check the litmus, do y'all really not get this? Hit this triangular shaped button, I don't want you to miss this. But I guess that's really none of my business. Me risky free, cruise with Paul and Justin just listening. Yards after contact and catch, that's a lot of distance. The kind of info make me wanna blow opponents' kisses. But I gotta be clear, there was one key difference. Relationship is deep in this vent of ellipses. Like how Justin agreed to washing all the dishes. I'm just grateful Paul turned the miss into the missus. Father, son, pie, get down on the get down. If you don't get it now, then get, get out. Father, son, pie, sit down and get rich now if you're not feeling it now then get get out what's up everybody welcome to the father son fantasy football podcast my name is paul my name is justin and over and over again we get asked yo your intro song so good it's fire some the cool kids may say it's fire and all that and yeah. they're like oh where'd you get it from i'm like oh i know a guy you know ff man bun people may know him as gabe you know you see on the open bar and we decided we got to get Gabe on the show. You got to get the guy who get made on. the intro song get on the show. So what's going on, Gabe, a.k.a. FF Man, but what's going on? Father, son. Y'all <laughs> thought it was just another one? Yeah, there it uh-uh. is. There uh-huh. it is. So happy to be here. Finally. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, finally. Uh, unfortunately, J. Mike couldn't yep. join us today. He's recovering from his toll procedure, I Which should is say. sad. We're missing half of the open bar. But we got one half. And we'll get J. Mike on soon. We'll get both of yep. you guys back we'll on soon for open bar times father's son. But we got one half open bar times father's son. We're going to do a super flex rookie mock draft today. And I got it all set up. I got cool colors going on. But we're normally a redraft podcast. We did a redraft episode, our first one of the season, actually, with Mike Clay from ESPN. That's live um, in the tweet. You guys are looking at this. I had the link tree posted. Go on there. And you know, find your preferred subscribe yeah, platform. If you guys subscribe didn't there, to go that check episode, out. Make sure you check I, I titled out. it very easily for everyone. It's the one with Mike Clay. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to miss out. We also did a nice little Dynasty episode with Super Duper Flex Bill. I think we met Bill on the open bar yes, we did. last time we were there. And following Bill is the open bar co host. That's, that's right. So, like, I mean, it's just meant to be, but we're doing a rookie, super flex rookie mock draft. Redraft content's coming soon, and that's going to be really good this year. I'm looking forward to that. We have JJ Zacharyson, aka Late Round QB, coming on later this month, so you guys don't want to miss that. And we will be live for that one. Your Twitter's at PaulFSFF. My Twitter's at JustinFS. FF. I gotta change mine because I can't keep saying this tongue twister every single time. And then Gabe's Twitter's at FFmanbun. <laughs> I'll have it linked in the description below. But we're not gonna waste any time. If you're in the live stream here on Twitter, uh, we'll say what's up. We're gonna say, you know, we'll talk to you, answer your questions during this draft. We're gonna go through this rookie mock draft. I'm gonna have it posted up on the thing right now. Look, I even color coordinated it for everyone. So we got Gabe drafting from the one spot, Dad, you're at the two spot. I'm at the three spot, and then you're at the four spot again with a different team. So we have four different teams because, you know, four times three is 12. I know Gabe's a math teacher. I did that correctly, right? You tell me. Yep. <laughs> That's why y'all have me on, right? <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys next time. No. <laughs> so with the 101, very controversial, especially in Superflex drafts, 
So, Gay, I put you on the spot. I mean, yeah, you're the guest. I mean, having the first pick's all fun and games until you actually got to make that tough decision. So, who are you going with and why? Man, well, first of all, I hope that you're not giving me the 101 you know, <laughs> due to like me being bad the, no, the previous year or something. If I did that, I, if I was doing it based off that, that you would have the one on one. Yeah, that's what? what I was gonna say. <laughs> what? I was gonna say. I figured you'd throw that shade, but <laughs> uh, you know, there there is some there, some controversy between you know the running backs, one of the running backs that you like, or a, a quarterback, typically one quarterback, but um. He, no matter the situation, even for me, I, I still just think that a quarterback is too important for a super flex type of league. And it's it's just essential to have a legitimate starter for four to five years and beyond. You know, I, I think we, we certainly think more in, in Joe Burrow. So uh, the 101 is that dude. Joe Burrow, give me the cigar, let's roll. Give him the cigar. Joe Burrow, I mean, you kind of threw some shade at my man's tool right there. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe Burrow is the, the 101 in the Superflex rookie ma- dry draft. So, Dad, I hope you weren't looking for Joe Burrow. I would personally take a running back over Joe Burrow, but I understand the need for a quarterback in Superflex. You know, okay, you do uh, need one, and yeah. it's a good point you made. And I'm not going to have any problems with someone going Joe no. Burrow ahead of me because I'm going to be sitting here at the 103 getting one of the two guys I want in the first right. place. But not a bad pick, obviously. If you're one, if you're one-on-one, you probably don't have a great QB situation. You finished last in the league. We got some in the chat. Um, obviously, you got this pick in the trade, though, Gabe. It's, it's obvious. You would never finish last place. I love that. <laughs> so and, and I have no problem with him taking Burrow there. That makes my choice uh pretty easy then. I'm gonna take Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. 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 I love you know I love mispronouncing names. <laughs> I so just wh- like why, I like why? the spot he's he went to Kansas City. I mean I take him as an R B one in all rookie drafts. No without a problem. That's that's something. The landing spot is good. The team is good. Uh, the team plays just like LSU. They're both explosive. It's a good fit for him. It, it is a good fit for Clyde Edwards-Solaire. I mean, I don't like using coaching narratives at all when I'm trying to make my argument for a player. But if you were to make an exception, that would be for Mr. Andy Reid, who yep. literally has Spencer Ware become a relevant running back. And every show, i got to make a, a reference with you. I think you'd be a relevant running back in that system, Dad. You could put you back there next to Patrick Mahomes. You, know, you put up at least RB2 numbers. I don't know why you think I'm slow. <laughs> I want to race you around the block right now. You always want to do it right now, but we're well, recording. Let's, let's we'll do it. Do we'll it. have someone record a video, and I'll, mean, I'll gas you. We'll bring the recorder with us. Carry it with you. <laughs> That's going to be shaky. We'll get the GoPros out, and we'll have a race. We won't even go together. We'll, I'll go I'll go one way, you go the other way. We'll meet back home. I guarantee I already have half a whiskey gone by the time you get back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to have the, the father-son race. Because I know it's, gonna... it's waiting for me on the porch. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Oh, all right, we're gonna have to have that race happen. We're gonna do it with the father son Twitter. We'll have to post the, the oh, results. That'll be fun. Thing. That'll be fun. It, w- it would be fun for me. All right, you're stalling. I'm you're stalling, the, but I'm gonna go with the RB one in the class. That's Jonathan Taylor. I've I've said over and over again. I think that he's one of the best running back prospects of all time. I would say top ten. The dude put up six thousand rushing yards over the course of three seasons, and the only people who do that in their college careers all did it in four. He's one of six, I believe, one of seven. And I get the Wisconsin there that people were like, yeah, if he doesn't get behind the same kind of offensive line 
in the NFL. He's not going to do much. Well, that, that's pretty funny because he landed in Indianapolis. He's going to have that nice little guard pairing with Quentin Nelson, and I don't think it's much better than that. The only problem I have with him is who is his quarterback going to be after this year, but I believe that his talent is very it's exceptional. It, it just says 439 speed at 228 pounds. He ties He's like, I believe, 1.5 speed score less than Saquon Barkley. So Jonathan Taylor is someone I'd be ecstatic to get the 103 in any of my drafts, and I am all aboard the Jonathan Taylor train. We had some behind-the-scenes of the Colts' war room in the draft, and they compared him to Captain America. We're watching a Marvel movie. <laughs> We're watching a Marvel movie. We just finished Does he watching have him. America's ass? Does he? <laughs> that's the question. Does he have America's ass? I think Paul Rudd would have to help us out there and tell us if he, in fact, does have America's ass. I think, <laughs> I mean, no comment. But we're watching it. We actually finished the Marvel movies. I know, Gabe, I saw you on Twitter. You're talking about the Marvel movies and watching them in chronological order rather than the release date. It does change it a lot because they, they flow better yeah. than people, I guess, expect it to. We incredible, yeah. incredible way to do it. In this quarantine time, we're watching one. Sometimes we watch two a day. Yeah, but we've we watched them all quick. I mean, yeah, you didn't like some of them. I was, I'm, I'm a big Marvel guy. Um, we'll do our Avengers draft later. My favorite Avengers, Rocket. I don't know what it is. I have an obsession with Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I think it's the best Marvel movie. I love, I love me some Rocket. We just finished Guardians last night, and yeah. and in the chronological, they do Guardians back to back. So we got the sequel coming up tonight. Ooh. So if we can hurry up this draft, that'd be great. We got to go faster. But yeah, I'm a big, big, <laughs> big rocket guy. Dad, you are up on the clock. If the top three being Joe Burrow, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Jonathan Taylor, uh, people may be mad that you, so no one took really Tua yet. But if you're going to take him on me, or well, I mean, he's not going to make it 106, I don't believe. No, I mean, you're in, a, you're in the four spot. And let's say you have good, if you had really good quarterbacks, you didn't really need a quarterback. It's still kind of hard to pass up because. He's going to be the future of the Dolphins, that's for sure. Maybe maybe not this year. Maybe sometime this year he will take over. But definitely the year after. Now you're a Miami fan. We, we don't, I'm not getting into that again. Um, if I was going to t- take a wide receiver here, I'd definitely take C.D. Lamb, but I don't think I can pass up Tua at the four spot. That's a good point, dude. I, I think that's the best pick of the draft so far. Tua, tackle. So I'm going to take Tua, the future of the Dolphins, right there. And that'll that'll wrap up at least a quarterback who's who's going to be good for the future. Yes, sir. That's a good pick right there at the 104. I was going to give myself that pick because I wanted to. Yeah, I knew you were, but I I sniped you. Well, you didn't snipe me. Just because I, I gave you the pick. You didn't give me anything. I gave you the slot. So your 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 team right now, for team one for you has Clyde Edwards Hilaire and then Tua Tangovailoa. I think that's a good pick. Gave you Tua. Um, people always debate who has a higher ceiling, Joe Burrow or Tua. And it's a very close. I think that too was the answer, though, for me. And that's being unbiased. I think you look at what he's did for three seasons in college, the most efficient quarterback in college football history, whereas Joe Burrow was outstanding for one year, though. That's the only problem I have with him. But for higher ceiling, who do you think has a higher ceiling, Burrow or Tua? Um, I, I think Tua does. <clears throat> I, th- I think Joe Burrow is a, a very safe pick, too, just you have to consider the and not that two is necessarily like risky in terms of the talent i think that's a pretty safe floor too but it's obviously the hip injury that might not 
um, have a an everlasting career like we'd like in in Joe Burrow. So <laughs> um, comments, I gave loving you the pick. that. I loving gave you that. life. Well, that's you know, <laughs> yeah. That's a I should have put that bar in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have updated version every I year. I mean, I kind of, I kind of tried to at the end. You did. He did. Oh. <laughs> All right. So with that being said. Gabe, you are back up for your, your second team. And now is when it gets a little more interesting. Both quarterbacks off the board. The big two running backs are off the board. So now is when you have some people kind of take their stands on who's next and whatnot. So kind of excited to see what you do here. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's interesting that you say that the big two running backs off the board. And, and that's certainly fair in terms of... Uh, just say the consensus, too. The consensus. Yeah, the consensus, too, I think. But, you know, pre-draft, it was... A wish wash between the the top five. I mean, people or even top six. People were throwing Zach Moss up up top. Couldn't be me. They, Could not be the father son. No, pod. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, yeah. But they were. So they were. I don't know. Um, I, as far as you know, alluding to that landing spot, I've I've kind of preached that I don't necessarily like it for Swift. Um, even though he was kind of a consensus 101 and, and non-super flex for a very long time, either him or JT. Uh, so I'm still kind of feeling that, and I, I just don't like Swift there. Um, and I'm going to go with Dobbins. I, I, I like it, – it's more like kind of the CEH love of like the landing spot is great. Um, I, I am certainly worried about his involvement – um, long-term because I, I don't think that he's going to catch as many passes as we kind of hope that he will. Um, but I think that it's just going to be such an elite offense for uh, at least the time being that it, it's just worth having a, a piece of the Ravens at, no matter what, um, especially on the ground too. I mean, I understand like avoiding receivers for the Ravens, but when you're on the ground, Ingram's been doing fine and it might not be this year for Dobbins, but, uh, and I think you'll see that with a lot of running backs, but in the latter half of the year, I think we'll start to see him emerge. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Ingram is gone after this, this year coming, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So JK Dobbins is the third running back off the board is the correct choice. dad we have a, a bet that who's going to have more points over their first two seasons you have acres i have jk dobbins i'm telling you jk dobbins easily no, top 10 see, running back next season for sure. because no well acres is gonna come right in and have a significant role and he could take that starting position quick whereas dobbins I don't think he's going to do a lot this year. He'll do a lot the next you year. You don't know that, over though. To, I don't know that, but that's what I'm assuming. He's going to easily surpass Gus all, Edwards all and Justice Hill. Is They're going to have made, a one-two punch. We made the two-year bet. Okay. I'm very happy taking Akers over Dobbins in a two-year bet. All right, dude. Well, we're going to have to find out and see. I think Don't forget that bet because you're going to be crying. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be crying. I'm at, the, I'm at the 106 here. Just like and when I was hoping when Gabe was talking about Swift, I'm like, oh, he's going to go with Swift here. No, I mean, I was going to get Dobbins right in my lap, but I didn't. So thanks, Gabe. But <laughs> but I'm sitting here at the 106, and I want to go with Cam Akers. I have Cam Akers one slot ahead of DeAndre Swift. So there's our bet. So you took him back to back. So you love Cam Akers. 
when the rest of the players, J.K. Dobbins goes ahead of him, I have a J.K. Dobbins just, in his own tier. I think that J.K. Dobbins is a, a fits perfect. That you have a mobile quarterback, freezing linebackers. Well, you give him the speed, who's <laughs> worked the most in run pass option in college, and then he goes to Baltimore. Who, yeah, they lost Marshall Yonda, but they also replaced him in the draft with two outstanding linemen. And the Rams decided to take Van Jefferson over a lineman. Doesn't make any sense, but Cam Akers might pick it at the 106. I think that he's going to have a chance to get 60% opportunity in year one. Darrell Henderson, Shamarell Henderson, I don't really care. He's not that good. That's my opinion on him. He's not a good zone runner. And I'm not worried about him being a threat to Cam Akers. You don't take Cam Akers as your first pick in the 2020 draft if you are sold on Darrell Henderson. And, you know. Which you shouldn't be sold on him. No. So, I mean, your offensive line is a concern, but I think that Cam Akers is going to have the opportunity. He's a very talented uh, running back. You saw he did at Florida State, who had the worst offensive line, getting touched behind the line of scrimmage or at or behind the line of scrimmage on 30% of the touches. Um, so, I mean, I'm all about Cam Akers. In that what did you say? I'm all about him as a running back four in his class. I think he's ahead of Swift. But at the 107, I'm taking DeAndre Swift. I'm taking Swift over Lamb or any Judy or any wide receiver there because I think that the running back class in this draft is just very, very good. And while the landing spot isn't great, Matt Patricia is kind of adamant about – and the GM is also adamant about using multiple backs in this Detroit system, and I'm not a big fan of that. I think that Swift is better in on Johnson. I think he's going to get more opportunity than him, but the fact that they want to kind of split the touches around, uh, I'm just not a fan of that. And I don't know if Matt Patricia is going to be there after a year, but you can't really bet on a coach losing his job and whatnot. We had Bill on, and he said that Lions kind of show more loyalty to their coaches than, than not, so I have a feeling that Matt Patricia may stick around. Daryl Bevel doesn't really throw the running back stone. That's a little problem for me, but I think that DeAndre Swift's skill set is going to make him throw the running backs because he's a very, very good pass catcher. Probably the second best pass catcher in this draft class behind Clyde Edwards Hilaire. But, you know, how, how did, would you rank DeAndre Swift and Cam Akers, Gabe? Yeah, that and that's, I, I'm kind of with you actually as far as a tier goes. I think that, uh, I think Akers and Swift belong together in, in a tier. Just, you know, based off of more more so landing spot, I think Swift might be the better running back. But um, both situations are just so scary. Um, there seems to be more competition for Acres, but I just don't like the offensive line and Swift. Um, I I I think that Swift is going to have a an opportunity sooner than Acres does. And I think that he's going to pop uh, as well. So I mean, year year one, I, I really think that Swift might might end up being a value here. So it's it he I'm hearing this in this mock that he's the last uh, running back taken here, and, and that should be a value for a lot of people. So it's not that I I hate the player whatsoever, just not so much the landing spot. But that's good. That's a value for you. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Um, I, I like Swift more, but. Um, yeah, I've been tossing a turn with why. both of them. I, I, I think, see why we want to take Acres as well. Yeah, I mean, both are, like I said, in their own tier, and we agree on that. It's very tough for me to decide between the two. I, I just, you know, one day I'll wake up, I'll be swift. Won't the other day I'll wake up, it's going to be Acres. And it depends when I have my draft, so we'll see what happens there. But, Gabe, your your third team's on the clock here at the 108. The big five running backs, the big five consensus running backs, and the two quarterbacks are up the board. Not a single wide receiver here yet, so I'm kind of curious to see if you're going to switch it up at all. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> there's, there's not a running back worth taking until the second round. 
in my opinion. Um, so it, it, for me, it's, it's the one Oh one, uh, wide receiver in CD lamb. Oh, good. Good answer. Um, we get, hold on. The, we got the, correct answer. Sound effect again. He's got it again. <laughs> That's two in a row for back to back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Uh, I can do math too. Um, three times four is 12. So CD lamb. Yeah. Not, not a, a great landing spot uh, necessarily, but I feel that we can fade that a bit more with wide receiver. Um, we've seen that in the past. AJ Brown, for example, um, was one that fell last year and went to the <laughs> abysmal passing offense of the Titans. And now we have CeeDee Lamb, which is not an abysmal passing offense, but you'd think that he'd be behind a lot of other options, you know, uh, as far as passing goes, uh, Cooper, you know, Gallup. <laughs> I feel so badly for Gallup. Yeah. Oh, man, gosh. It's a good buy low. Uh, he could I, be a, he could be a yeah, wide no, receiver one on, on most on most Go, teams. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I'd absolutely be into buying Gallup right now. But, um, man, what an elite, mm. elite, elite uh, top three passing option. And then Zeke to dump off to and, and people hyping, <laughs> hyping on uh, Jarwin as well, whatever. Yeah. But um, and, and the quarterback's not so bad either. So um, give me CD all day. It's a good pick. I have him as my wire series of one, two. Um, my dad also has him as the wire series of one. Um, I got CD Lamb. Actually, I mean, you know, story time. I like my own fantasy teams. But I had the 102 and 109 in the draft uh, via trading. We won the league, me and my co-owner Bart. And we had Jonathan Taylor at the 102. And CD Lamb fell to the 109. And I was ecstatic. Especially taking mm-hmm. one before FF Coach Dan from Dynasty Theory, the biggest Cowboys fan I, I think I've seen publicly on Twitter. Well, one of the biggest. So that was a nice little, you know, whenever you snipe someone on their favorite team that, you know, he won it, it feels, it feels oh, good. Yeah. So, sure it does. FF Manbun, Gabe, you're up again. Look at that, back to back. So CD Lamb, Am I really? Yeah, I What's I randomized it. I tried to balance it out, and get it even this? playing field. You get all the picks basically. I haven't even I haven't even been looking <laughs> what like at this? the order and everything. I like the color coordination, but like I was telling y'all, uh, um, pre live that I'm colorblind. So it's <laughs> I like, didn't know that before. This y'all just not, this you is just got to tell game. me. I mean, I can I guess I can read, so you know I see my name there. But yeah. uh, <laughs> you're back to back here. You got the one on the um, so, I'm back to back. Um, I am a I am a Judy hater, so I am not going there. And also a, kind of a Herbert hater. And I know oh, no. I just preached like that. Superflex is a good idea to take quarterback, and that has value, and <laughs> that you're gonna have a quarterback for a starting quarterback for three or four years, but. It's just not my vibe, man. So let's uh let let's switch things up. Jordan Love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna trade up. Trade up. <laughs> and, uh, no, I'm going I'm going Rager, man. Jalen Rager. See, yeah, I knew dog. he was gonna make it to me at 112. You didn't take him here. I'm I'm really mad about this. I I, I, uh, I thought about he doing. He wouldn't one. have made it to 12, so don't worry about yes, it. Yes, he would. If you would have took Judy. <laughs> I said and he Jefferson wouldn't have made it to him. 12, so that's, don't worry about that's it. That's the my uh, contention for wide receiver one overall with Lamb. But I want to hear your case on Rager because I'm all about it. I thought about doing a solid for for my guy who is absent tonight, but we'll we'll see what happens with that. I doubt he would make it back to me. I don't know the order about any of this, so but uh, <laughs> you're at two oh one. I so thought he makes <laughs> Okay, whatever. Uh he probably won't make it. So um mm-hmm. Rager, I mean the sure it's it's an issue that um Jeffrey, that Deshaun Jackson, that Arthega Whiteside is there and Ertz, Goddard, yeah. You you'd almost like put him into that sixth option. 
Um, and, and maybe the smart play on the Eagles is just to draft Wentz and, and call it a day. But, um, you know, Jeffrey uh, and um, uh, Deshaun Jackson, not going to be there for a while. I don't think Ertz is going to be there next year. So it's, it's about to be Rager's team. It might not be this year. Um, I think we might see some issues early on just as far as playing time goes. Um, we didn't see JJ get much play in his first year, and he did decently, but I don't think he's near what Rager can be, especially in the slot. I think JJ is more of that end zone threat, and he, and Rager can play between the sticks. I mean, it's just he's everything that you need in, in a prototypical wide receiver uh one so he's got the speed um I, I am worried that he he came out of the big 12 that always just worries me in general and, and i know i took two of them already cd and uh <laughs> and and rager but uh you know if i if i got both of them then i suppose one of them's gotta gotta hit right yeah no i like a pick i think that the Eagles take him in the first round ahead of another wide receiver who I think my dad's going to mention here within the next two picks is yeah. is kind of telling. And I also, I, I love Rager from an athletic standpoint, that 99th percentile burst score. Elon Musk is hitting him up saying, yo, we need you to come work for SpaceX right now. We're trying to get to Mars by 2050. This pandemic is kind of pushing things back. But with your burst and your explosiveness, we can get there by 2030. I, I, Jalen Rager might be the first <laughs> self-receiving wide receiver, like you know the self-driving vehicles in Tesla. He might be just the self-receiving <laughs> wide receiver. He may be. It's definitely in his uh, range of outcomes for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm Spaceman Spiff. I'm calling Jalen Rager Spaceman Spiff. If you don't know who Spaceman Spiff is, go get a Calvin and Hobbes book and read it. Um, Dad, you're up here back to back, Team Three and Team Four. You don't have any players yet, so this should not affect who you take. So based on the board. Who are you taking here? I mean, I know you're gonna mess it up, so you have two chances for your kind it's of like to redeem Tom yourself. Rice, Tom Rice trying to say Paul Paul's picks are decent at best. What, come on, Tom, where's the love? <laughs> where's the love, Tom? What does that even mean? Well, take his guy; he'll be happy. I know. Well, I'm taking my guy here, Justin Jefferson. Great, yeah. Name. That's who you knew I was gonna take. I mean, no, no, no Viking wide receiver has topped 94 targets last year. Stephon Diggs is gone. Hey. Um, He's not your guy gone. went he, to the Bills, which gone. is not a good fit for the Bills. So you, your guy, you're <laughs> not going to have a lot of love for your I'm, guy. I'm aware you, the Josh um, Allen's going to throw the ball out of the stadium every play, but I'm not. You know, Stephon Diggs will find a way I, to catch I, it. I, I still think Jefferson looks like one of the higher floor rookie wide receivers. The only thing I don't like going to Minnesota is the bad news is Minnesota is a run heavy offense. That was but, with Stefanski, new coach now. We'll see what happens, but you know. But I still think he's going to do well there, and he's the guy I've been talking about the whole off season before the draft. So. Right there, I'm going to take Justin Jefferson because I won't get him. Paul, what are they going to do with two slot wide receivers? <laughs> One of them's going to have to go to the outside. I mean, they're, they're going to have to do rock paper scissors or something. They're going to have to, maybe they could trade off. That's everybody. kind of the that's kind of father son right there, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Thielen and Jefferson. That's it. So I yeah, mean, you got to leave Thielen in the slot, right? I mean, that's his spot. I mean, last season Minnesota uh, ran 11 personnel, 18 percent of the time, league's fewest. And that involves a wide receiver in the slot. It's three wide receiver sets. So this yeah. year, they definitely got to probably change that up. We'll see what happens. But Irv Smith also ascending. Vikings, interesting team to watch. Tom Rice, you're welcome. <laughs> He's a Vikings fan. So, Dad, you're back up I here. mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. There's definitely, uh, with, with Diggs gone, there's there's opportunity there for him. So All right. 
All right, I, you're, you're up here. Who, who are you taking at the um, 111? Don't mess. Yeah, you, you can kind of mess it up for me. I have a pick. Gabe has a pick. I think we each have a guy who wanted to fall. Let's see what you do here. I'm interested to see. You're interested, huh? A little bit. I'm not going to shock you or nothing. There's a couple guys I'm liking here, but I'm going to take Jerry Judy at De- okay. in Denver. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be battling with targets with uh, Sutton and Noah Fant. Uh, the big hype right now is Drew Locke. I don't know what you guys think about Drew Locke, but I think the hype is it's, it's the over hype the is getting out of hand. I mean, he's definitely going to have a better year than he had last year, but, the, the, I mean, the hype is... Uh, he played five games last year. I know. Uh, I mean, only one hype, game the is a top 12 quarterback. Control, we'll see. He's got the weapons. You can't. I mean, hopefully you can't fail with these weapons. If you, if you do, then John Elway's going to look even worse than he already does with all of his draft decisions recently. You like Drew Locke coming in? Well, I think everyone's going to like him, but you like Drew Locke at his price, Gabe, where he's going like towards QB 15 right now in Dynasty and probably was that too pricey? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's it's not terrible considering the weapons that he has. It's it's I think it's fair, um, but I think that in regards to last year, his production compared to other QBs production shout out to Bobby catch. Um, he, he's, he compares Locke and Minshew and Minshew is far the cheaper shoe. than Locke. And I know that's not necessarily the direction of, of this argument, but, um, it, it's a fine price point. It makes sense. But he rapped a song I, I on the no sidelines, dude. He he rapped a song. Like, That's he, true. You rap, he, he raps. You guys are like I the perfect match right there. Yeah, I know you're a Jaguars like, fan, but like you know, shoe. Yeah, rip. but he's like. <laughs> Never mind. No. <Nah. laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely rather have Minshew at the price too. So I'm with that Minshew overlock regarding price. That's how you win every argument. I mean, Locke could have argument. a... You say at the price. He could have a, a decent year. Well, I, I, I mean, hope he really can have could. a decent year. I mean, she's she's got the, everything. We well, see. it doesn't matter. A lot of guys look at... Right. Well, Baker, I'm here at the Baker one. Baker Mayfield, all the talent he had. Look what he'd done. Your quarterback of last year. Who's going to win 13 games. Right, I'm going Keyshawn Vaughn here at the, the one... <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the one twelve. <laughs> because... Keyshawn Vaughn, I believe, is set up in a good wow, system. Wow, you got him a little early, didn't you? You took him a little early. No, nah, he's been going in the first round of most drafts, sometimes 201. The top 13 players are kind of consensus, and they're almost the same in every single draft. But Keyshawn Vaughn, I believe, is better than Ronald Jones. He was drafted by the regime that's currently in place in Tampa Bay. Um, Ronald Jones was not. And then you also look at the pass protection because you have Tom Brady there who is going to want someone that can pass protect because it's Tom Brady. He's not moving that much. And Keyshawn Vaughn's a much better pass protector than Ronald Jones. Yes, Ronald Jones beat out Peyton Barber last year, but a lot of people in the NFL would with the draft capital that Ronald Jones had which should beat out Ronald Peyton Jones Barber. could be good this year, though, with that offense. Well, I mean, we're going to see how it touches. I mean, hey, Tom Brady's going to have more control who's on the field and who's not. So one pass block fail by... Ronald Jones, he's going to look at Bruce Arians and be like, get this guy off the field. <laughs> Bruce Arians likes whiskey. You guys are drinking whiskey. It's, it's you know, I did that for both of you. Gabe, <laughs> Gabe you're at the 201 here. I mean, I'm putting you in the decision you didn't want to have to make. Your, your boy. I don't know. <laughs> I still can't do it. Uh, Justin <laughs> Herbert, a.k.a. Blaine Gabbert, is available still at the 201. I'm also not on a Justin <laughs> Herbert train, but he's here in the 201. Uh, to pair, so now, sense. you have Joe Burrow on this team. Remember, we're on the second round right now. I'll do a little quick recap. So Joe Burrow went one, then Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Jonathan Taylor, Tua Tango Bailoa, 
J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, C.D. Lamb, Jalen Rager, Justin Jefferson, Jerry Judy, and Keyshawn Vaughn. Gabe's teams are currently Joe Burrow on Team 1, Team 2, J.K. Dobbins, Team 3, C.D. Lamb, Team 4, Jalen Rager. Dad's got trash, 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 trash. Justin's got John. I don't know why you do it all. Even Tom Rice, look at him. Yes, sir. Yeah, before that, Paul's picks are decent at best. I don't know what he's talking about. Why? But why do I get why do I get no love, Tom? Why do I get no love? I, I don't know. I don't know. But we're here in the second round now. And Gabe, your your team wants back up, like I mentioned. So who are you going with here? Not enough diversity, Paul. I mean, look, you, you've got LSU players and Alabama players. Well, I mean, they're the best in a draft. What can I tell you? <laughs> what, do you what do you want me to do? It's true. I know. There are a lot of prop bets involving those two teams. <laughs> first. First round and beyond. Uh, uh, I don't want to be chalk. It's so annoying. Don't be chalk uh, then. We're out right, here on fine. the far sun. We're not trying to go chalk. We're trying to make statements. Right. I don't care then. Jordan Let's Love. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. <laughs> no. All right. I'm trading. I'm, I'm putting. <laughs> I'm trading up for putting my foot. I'm putting my foot down. But you already have Joe Burrow. <laughs> you already have a good quarterback. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we're we're mocking yeah. like these guys aren't on my team. No, I, I hope we're not Rogers. in a three a three team league. <laughs> oh, <where? laughs> we don't uh, have any friends. We we just do a three team league and we just go with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, I'll I'll bring the spice and um just just for fun, I I suppose I do think Herbert is a just as a caveat. I think Herbert's a good pick here in the second sure, round. Yeah, to have a, a quarterback for the, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Dang, he, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to entice you guys to take him so that I can take someone else in a few picks, whenever that is. Um, I'm gonna go. Let's go with uh, Higgins. Ooh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with T. Higgins. Um, deserves a first round uh, pick draft capital. Th- those words all put together. Um, a little bit better than I just did, but yeah, he, he deserves it. Um, with, with Bur- the Burrow pair. Look, I I've got Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow to T Higgins, yeah. T Higgins to Joe Burrow. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he, the, the breakout age is, is incredible. Um, I mean, can you, can you argue with wide receiver you? I mean, I know that's, I know that's an incredibly lazy take, uh, but he goes up and gets it. Um, his route running is fine. I think he's going to be a great safety net for Joe Burrow. It might not be this year, but I think that he's going to make some strides and become, uh, that wide receiver one there very soon. AJ green, definitely not going to be there next year. Um, Tyler Boyd is only a slot receiver and only relevant because of AJ green injuries. So I am all for T. Higgins. Not a fan Let's of get Tower it. Boys, what I just learned. But hey, I changed your font to Papyrus because of the stack. No, <laughs> no <laughs> correlation. But you got the Papyrus <laughs> font on there for Team One. The Joe Burrow T. Higgins. I like it. Is that Papyrus? <laughs> is that is that Papyrus? So, Dad, you're up here at the 202. Clyde Edwards Elair was your your first pick to add to your roster that was already trashed. Now, who are you adding? How is that already trash? Well, you're at the second pick of the draft. You know, you're going to show me some love pretty soon. <laughs> or, or, it depends who you take here. Or I'm going to fire myself. Okay. Well, <laughs> wait, wait, I'm not getting paid. Isn't anyway, that called so quit? I'm not getting paid. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to pair up Hilaire with Denzel Mims. You're not going to take Justin Herbert? No. Oh, wow. 
Depends on man. I'm gonna leave him for Gabe. We're, we're just gonna leave him till Gabe Gabe takes him. We, he's just gonna he's just gonna stay on the board till Y'all Gabe takes him. Trapping. Father son. Father son trapping him. Justin Herbert is Vader. Fade the Vader. <laughs> Fade the Vader. So I like the landing spot for Mims at the Jets. I mean, especially with Anderson gone. Um I think he has a clear path to to big volume. And he has a pretty lofty ceiling. I mean, he does need to work on a few things, like drop balls, for instance, but I do like the spot with the Jets. He's going to be the long-term number one there for Darnold. So, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good spot. I like Denzel Mims. You sniped me here, but not sniped me. You took the guy from me. Well, I was going to go down. better than when I snipe you. Okay, dude. Because you may say I take crappy picks, but when you just said I sniped you, you just contradicted yourself. Anyway, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> so Las Vegas added two receivers in the draft with three receivers that I like a lot, but well, not really. I'm not a big Henry Ruggs guy, but the 203. You got Herbert sitting here, and I mean, for the draft purposes, I think Herbert makes sense at the 203 if he falls this far. I'm not a QB guy, and I try to trade him instantly, but I don't want to be stuck with Justin Herbert, but he's in a pretty good situation. Keenan Allen, I think, is a very underrated receiver. Hunter Henry is a really good tight end. Mike Williams, former first-round pick. So, And Austin Eckhart is basically a receiver, so he's got the weapons to succeed, but he's playing Gabbert, and I'm not going to take Justin Herbert here, <laughs> but Henry Ruggs... That first round draft capital at 203 is kind of hard to pass up here. And he's bigger than people think, I think. Um, people expect him to be a guy who's just a speedster like Philip Dorsett, with like 170 pounds kind of guy who just runs a 427. But Henry Ruggs is, in fact, 188 pounds. He's got 10 inch hands that are 91st percentile. So he's not just a streaky kind of guy. He's good at contested catches, can run routes over the middle, and can also dunk a basketball better than a lot of NBA players at this point can. I mean, I don't know if people have seen it, but that's how I'm basing this pick off of. This guy could dunk a basketball pretty well. So, with that being said, Henry Ruggs, welcome to my team. I like basketball, and he can dunk a basketball. So that's what I did with that one. Um, I like Brian Edwards a little more, but I don't have to take him here. And I think that you could probably trade rugs for Edwards Plus, depending on your, your league mates. Dad, you're you're up here at 204. Justin Herbert's still available. He's <laughs> up after me. It looks like Gabe's up after ah, you. Trap him. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh no. Now, why would I take him on this team? I already got Tua. So you already got Tua there. You could get two so, quarterbacks there. So I'm really not Mary. trapping Gabe. I'm just leaving him for him to take him. <laughs> so. I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna back up Tua with Michael Pitt, Pittman going to Indianapolis. Another great guy, I think, who who uh, is probably one of the more NFL-ready wideouts in this class. Yep. Um, he might have some limited fantasy upside because he lacks a lot of juice, speed. But no, he does not, dude. I mean, he does not. You can't say that about him. He is six foot four. And he has a 93rd percentile speed score for his size. And he can blow by some cornerbacks. And with that size, you throw it up, he's going to catch the ball. 6'4", 223, running a 5'4", 5'2". That's not a great 40 time, but for his weight-adjusted speed score, it's 93rd percentile. So this guy can move for his size. you got to put it all in perspective. Like, yeah, he's going to be slower than a guy like Ruggs, but he's also 6'4". So that's yeah. a great pick right there. You're turning around your teams in the second round here. Well, obviously, your team two with Tua Tango Viola is amazing. I got all great. How, how can you go wrong? Well, so in the, far, in the you first can't really two go rounds, wrong. you can't go wrong. Well, you, you'd find a way. No, you know. <laughs> no, okay, I, now, on to more important things. <laughs> Gabe. Herbert. Herbert. Please don't make me do this. Herbert. You don't have right. to. 
Don't, don't. I have to, though. Oh. No, come on, y'all. You got it. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. I think that's probably that there have been super flex drafts where, you know, these are where the quarterbacks go. And yeah, he's been going right, right around the, is, the end of the first round, early second, he's been going. Yeah, I mean, I considered him at <laughs> at Rager, <laughs> so <laughs> he was he was up there. But it's it's purely off of the idea that a quarterback is going to give you points for you know two, three, four years. Say that to Josh um, Rosen. Yeah, that's quite the cherry pick, quite yeah. the the needle in the haystack Blaine as Gabbert. far as. You know, first round QBs that Blaine Gabbert got, was a starter for two or three years for the Jaguars, and even even had value on the 49ers <laughs> if you held on to him for whatever reason. But um, I, I think the I think he'll be on the Chargers for a while. And to be fair, like what y'all were saying or what you said, Justin, particularly that he is in a great spot as far as weapons go, and. Um, some people argue over whether he matches well with those types of wide receivers. I'm not like if he can throw that type of ball for Mike Williams, maybe not. Um, but I think that Keenan Allen's going to be at least his first year outlet, like a lot <laughs> from the slot as, as well as Hunter Henry. I think those two are going to um, do just fine for Justin Herbert. Um, Eckler's still there to dump off to. Um, it's a great landing spot for a quarterback as far as the options go. Yeah. I mean, in comparison to like, you know, a, a, a much better quarterback to, for, for a lot of people, I would think Sam Darnold, like where, where he landed in the jets, like, ugh, I'm sure people were just dreading that as far as, um, you know, his fantasy production, like sure for a jets fan, maybe great, but like, I, I wouldn't necessarily be happy as a Chargers fan, but as a fantasy player at 205, I'm cool. Yeah, just the yeah. on as a Chargers fan, not happy. I'm sitting here. I'm glad you didn't take my guy I was looking at here. And, Dad, you, you took Michael Pittman, but Brian Edwards at the 206. Maybe a little bit yep. of a reach right there, but, oh, uh, do I love me some some Brian Edwards, man. That That 17-year-old breakout age, that's unheard of. And to join my, my team with Cam Akers, I wonder who else I have on the squad, but that's, that's a great compliment right there. So Brian Edwards, I have as my wide receiver. I'd probably have him, him or Pittman, depending on the day. I'd take either or, but the, the ADP right now is towards Pittman. So you like the Las I, Vegas receivers, don't you? Well, I don't, I don't love rugs, but at that value. Who do you like you, over, you kinda who, gotta, over the, two, the two that are going there? I think they'll complement each other, but... I think that field stretcher and rugs, and you're going to have a nice little alpha position open up for Brian Edwards, and hopefully he can get on the field this year and make some plays. I think he will. And he, they, they said they had a round two capital on him, and they spent, well, a round two draft grade, and they spent a third-round pick on him, which is still day two. So I'm not hating the draft where he went, and obviously the spot, Derek Carr, isn't the greatest, but I do love me some Brian Edwards. I mean, I, Gabe, you're also a Brian Edwards fan, I believe. Yeah, it's, it's hard not to be. Just go look up that one catch against Tennessee and tell me you don't love him. Like, holy crap. Yeah. So, very talented kind of player. Injuries, a little bit of a problem. And I'm up here at the 207 now. And this is where it kind of gets interesting. I think once you get these receivers to go off the board, it's kind of like, all right, 
you know, Ruggs is gone, Pittman's gone, Edwards is gone. Obviously, Herbert's not going to make it there unless you, you're in a draft for people who just don't want to go to quarterback. We did that for kind of podcast reasons. I'd probably take him at two or three if I if I had to, but I'm not taking Justin Herbert willingly. It's going to be like, you know, kind of like Gabe, like, ugh, I don't want to do it, but yeah, I'm but sitting here. You almost have to. I do it. I mean, you can't let him. And I, I'm about to snipe, I think, I think Mr. Gabe over here. LaVisca Chenault is, uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, dynamic. We had Angelo on, loves LaVisca Chanel. I was hoping the Bears would get him, but the Bears out there for Cole Komet. <laughs> I, said, I said pour one out for Angelo. Not not a good uh, decision maker by, uh, is it Ryan Pace, I believe. But LaVisca Chanel going to be the number two there behind DJ Shark, who I love DJ Shark. Go buy DJ Shark. He's probably cheaper now for some reason, but they're going to use him all around the formation. You can do everything. Like literally anything you ask this guy to do, he'll do LaVisca Chanel. So hopefully he's healthy. But the ceiling is definitely one of the higher ceilings in this draft class for LaVisca Chanel. That would have been my pick. You did indeed snipe the next two players on my list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. As soon as I picked Edwards, I was like, oh, wait, he likes I, w- I would grade Edwards and Chanel higher than where they are being drafted. Mm-hmm. They're, they're more of like early second round picks for Ooh. me. Um, not where I would take them necessarily, yeah. just where. I like that. You know, I, I would value them, and, and it's great to get them at a 206, 207. That's lovely. Um, thanks, Justin. You're a, a great, great, great individual <laughs> for that one. Uh, shoot. So I figured I could at least get one of those guys. Now I'm just going to have to throw darts. Do I trade up for Jordan Love now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? Let's spice it up. I'll I'll throw the I'll throw some more spice. Don't do it. Uh, I'm going I'm going AJ Dillon. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Bad pick. No. <laughs> I'm just I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't ever take him at 208. To, just to be clear, I would I would take him. It would be close though. It'd be towards the end of the second, early third. Um, I, I've been trying to I've been trying to help the AJ Dillon haters um come around a bit. Uh. It doesn't necessarily have to do with like how good he is at football, honestly. Like there's not a lot of that baked into this. <laughs> you can think what you want as far as his talent goes. But he is a second round pick and Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are no more after next year. And I I would bet that they're gonna go to AJ Dillon seven times out of ten at the goal line versus Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams. They probably go Jamal Williams ahead of Aaron Jones. Yeah, yeah you're bringing up line. a great point here. And then they realize that they got A.J. Dillon there. So, I mean, yeah. it, like, I, I don't think that he's going to be this huge fantasy score necessarily this year. He could with, you know, unfortunately due to injuries. But just the – once you see him get into goal line opportunities and, and people say that he can't <laughs> – yeah, that's a good thought. <laughs> he can't necessarily he can't necessarily move laterally that well. Um, that there have been other players in the past that couldn't move laterally laterally that well, and they ended up fine, uh, dependent on the offense they were in. We're not talking about Jonas Gray here, like okay, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine, and and I. I don't know if the Packers are just complete idiots for, you know, trading up to get their Jordan Love, uh, getting their A.J. Dillon in the second round, quite possibly. But I- I'm looking at 
them uh, giving this guy an opportunity early and 2021 and beyond might be his. Yeah, I, I like the pick of A.J. Dillon. I don't like it ahead of two other running backs, but for the reasons you mentioned, it does make sense. And you also brought up a point. I was going to say sell Aaron Jones if you have him because those goal line touchdowns he, he had are, are gone because of A.J. Dillon. And you're up here again at the 209 game. So who are you going to go? For your fourth oh, team. Oh, gosh. I didn't know it was back-to-back. I would have taken him at 209. <laughs> Made myself look a little better. You just sniped your, two, you just sniped your 209. Your 209 wanted him, and then you sniped him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'll, I'll go chalk, and I'll, I'll take Ayuk here. Um, I, I, I don't – he's – man. Ayuk and Dylan are, are so, like, comparable to me because I think they have the highest volatility – like AJ Dillon could just smash and, and smash. literally and figuratively, <laughs> um, or he could just completely flop. And, and same with Ayuk. I mean, it's 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 really hard for analytics people to grade these uh, JUCO transfers because breakout age doesn't really apply there. But he had decent years when he he was in those uh, JUCO colleges and, and was fine and was able to transfer and had offers from legitimate schools and, and balled out at uh, Arizona State so I mean I, I think that he's going to be more of a special teams guy initially I'm worried about Debo Samuel obviously but I also saw Debo Samuel doing a lot of different like type of wide receiver things that I'm super interested in for San Francisco and like what Shanahan does. So maybe Ayuk can really excel in something that we haven't really seen before. And that's just complete, you know, speculation, but uh, you y'all did say we were playing in a special teams return yards or we're <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, a, a point each. So um, that that's why I'm taking Ayuk here. Yeah, I like the dynamic ability of him, and hopefully that Shanahan uses him around the formation, maybe even some running plays like they did with Debo Samuel down in the playoff stretch. Interesting to see. I think it's you know it could be worse. Right. I wish you have a good offensive mastermind in Kyle Shanahan to to utilize this guy. I mean, you wouldn't trade up in the first round to not utilize him. I don't think, but definitely going to be in a return game and going to be dynamic there. Dad, you're here with your your third and fourth team back to back. I don't even want to know who you're going to go here. You better not say a name that I hope you don't say. Well, I hope you do say it so my, my fourth team can get a guy I want to get here. But who are you taking with your well, third team? I, I got uh, Justin Jefferson right there. So um, I, I'm going to take a running back right here in this spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take Antonio Gibson. Oh, you, you took my guy. Well, you know, that's terrible news. <laughs> it is terrible um, news. Good pick, though. I mean, why? Washington's got a crowded backfield. He's not going to get much option to run a ball, but where I think they're going to use him, where he can get some good PPR value, is as out of the backfield catching passes. Is it, because Washington is very thin at wide receiver. Put some respect on Terry McLaurin. He is not thin. Well, okay, so there's one guy. Who else is there? It's Antonio Gandy-Golden, but I don't think he's So much. who else is there? For receivers? Yeah, there's no one. I know there's no one. I'm just, so that's what I'm saying. That's where his yeah. value, I think, is going to be out of the backfield catching passes. Someone was saying, um, is it bold for me to say Gibson's going to get be second in the Redskins in targets. I'm like, no. I think that no. just makes sense. He should be second in targets if you're going to use this guy. So I, I like the pick there. I don't think he's that much of a threat to Darius Geis, in my opinion. I mean, I no. hope Darius Geis. Like I said, he's, he's not gonna, it's going to be tough for him to get he's opportunities He's very carries. hybrid. Yeah. So well, who are you going here to 211 pick? Well, the 211, another. I'm going to take another running back right here, and uh, a lot of guys are down on him. I like Zach Moss right here. <laughs> you can laugh all you want. He's going to steal them goal line 
goal line. No, carries. he's not. Okay. Josh Allen is. He's gonna no. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna push Singletary into a third down change of change of pace roll. Oh, I don't know about that. No. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think they're going to split time, but I don't know if he's going to just push Singletary. I think it's a good spot for Zach Moss to land in. All right. Well, they drafted the doppelganger for Devin Singletary. Okay. You see that Spider-Man meme with them pointing at each other. <laughs> yeah. That's what you have here in Buffalo. You have you have Singletary and Moss looking at each other. Well, but I'm going to take the running back that you should have taken here at 212 oh, and who I, I think gave maybe – well, I like Antonio Gibson over A.J. Dillon. But A.J. Dillon, anywhere in the late second round, you're not going to have multiple picks probably. So take your guy, Dillon, Gibson, and Anthony McFarland. I think that Anthony McFarlane has more than a chance to make a splash in year one. He got injured at Maryland, but it was way better than, I forget the other running back's name there, and he's got a nice speed score. And James Conner, not the perfect picture of health over his years in the Pittsburgh backfield, and I wish him the best and hope he's healthy. But they didn't sign him. They drafted McFarlane, I think it was in the third round. But this is a guy who I think when he's going to touch the ball, He's going to make plays with it, and Mike Tomlin's going to see that, and you're going to use him more. So down the stretch, I could see him being a running back that helps win people leagues because once you see these running backs get injured, it happens every year. You get that waiver wire running back who, who comes in and helps you win a championship for redraft leagues. So obviously not going to be in the waiver wire at all in any dynasty leagues, but you can get him as a late-round pick in redraft leagues to help you win your championship. And I'm all about Anthony McFarland in the late second round, and he's my – First running back I have ranked after Keyshawn Vaughn, him and Antonio Gibson, I go back and forth between. But those those are those are two guys. And we're running out of time here. We're not gonna go to a third round, but I'm gonna go quickly who like one of your favorite targets would be after the second round ends and who you're trying to get. So I'll start with you, Dad. Uh, you have a specific target you like in rookie drafts in like the third round or even later? Uh early third round I liked uh, Van Jefferson. Okay. A lot of people aren't taking him, but he has a second-round no. draft capital, so I think it's a better spot than people anticipate. So I think I'd get him there all day long because, like you say, a lot of people don't like don't like him, like to take him later, and yeah. I would get him right there. You, We had now. Mitch on the show from Dynasty Theory, too. He's all about Van yeah. Jefferson, so he's going to like that pick, too. Gabe, you have a, a player in mind who you like in the third round and most drafts you're trying to get? Just to hit on the Jefferson thing, he's another weird player, kind of like Ayuk, that kind of deserves a little bit more love mm-hmm. than he gets. Um, it, it's just hard to assess. But uh, guys that, uh, I mean, if we're talking super flex, I just don't, I just don't see how we can't take, re- take Jalen. Yes. Hurts. Yeah. Appreciate Jalen <laughs> I, just, I just don't, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. Like if, if he had landed like anywhere better, there, there would be arguments of like, even if it was in the second round, it would be him over Herbert. That's going to do it for our Superflex Rookie Mock. If you guys want to see the board and see my colors, uh, you can check out our Twitter, at FlyersonFF. 
go over there and watch the stream and just skip it forward and look at how it all ended up. We got Papyrus bomb for Gabe's Team 1. And I think it's just beautiful. You can't mess around with a Papyrus. <laughs> but, but that's going to do it for us today. Gabe, for people who don't know, where can they find you on Twitter in case they didn't listen earlier? And what do you do in the fantasy community? Man. Um, well, first of all, thank y'all. Appreciate you um, for, for inviting me on. Um, I miss my mans, J. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of J. Mike, he is at J. Mike Check. He is my co-host on a podcast that we run, The Open Bar. Which is fantastic. Um, at The Open Bar Pod. Yeah, we've had these fellas yeah, on really here before. Yeah, on air once or twice, it. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, Tuesdays, 9.30 Eastern-ish. We do the live thing as well. Um, it, it's a good time. Hop in the, hop in the so-called chat. Yeah. For those listening, you, you might know that uh, inside joke, but I don't know. We just kick it. We have fun. And um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not super active on Twitter these days, but uh, just just go follow J. Mike, man. Yeah. He, go follow J. Mike. Go follow J. Mike. I'll have J. Mike's Twitter and Gabe's Twitter linked in the description below. Go follow them. Definitely tune in to some of their open bars, if not all their open bars, even for a second. Just say hi. Very fun show. Just relax, grab a drink, and, you know, cheers for that. Dad, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, everything was fantastic. Uh, during this quarantine time, we're, we're trying to take things, uh, take nothing for granted, and just uh, we're very thankful to be talking about football. Hopefully we have football season this year. We appreciate you, Gabe, coming on our show tonight. We we thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Uh, anytime we get guests on here, it's, it's fantastic. It's very heartfelt. What? I'm feeling this emotionally. What are you feeling? You meant that. Are you going to start crying? No, I'm not going to start We're crying. still running around the block, dude. Don't try to get out of it. I'm not, I don't even have to get out of it. So, yeah, we're going to have that race. You're going you're gonna to go down. I'm pouring the whiskey. <laughs> it's going to be waiting for me on a porch. You're done. If you make it. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Subscribe if you guys are new. We're going to have redraft content coming soon. Go check out our previous episodes. We did a Dynasty one with Super Duper Flex, and then we had a redraft episode with Mike Clay. So go check that out. We'll leave a rating on iTunes if you're listening there, and we'll see you guys next time.